Hello and welcome, or welcome back to another episode of Yasmin's Warehouse. Before I begin, I would like to offer a content warning of suicide and self-harm. Though I will not discuss these topics graphically or in detail, I understand that their mention may upset some listeners. If you are uncomfortable in any way, please take this opportunity to click off of the episode and proceed to have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. And this is Yasmin's Warehouse. On July 16, 2022, just a few days ago, 988 supplemented 911 as a number explicitly made for mental health crises and concerns. The number can and will provide free call and text services with a trained mental health professional available across the United States and its major territories. This is a win for all of us because it makes it much easier to ask for help, whether we need it for ourselves or our loved ones. Today, I will be discussing the details of 988 so that we may all glean a better understanding of its history and implementation. To help provide more context, I interviewed Mrs. Sataniel Wembley, the Executive Director of the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Mississippi. She has dedicated her life to destigmatizing mental health, supporting those with it, and equipping advocates with the skills that they need to enhance Mississippi's mental wellness through policy and transparent conversation. I have had the honor of working closely with her in Open Up Mississippi, NAMI's youth advocacy organization, and her work has inspired me, as I'm sure it will all of you. Without further ado, let's begin exploring 988. When the world stopped in 2020, our lives were flipped upside down, and unfortunately, These changes significantly impact many adults' and children's mental health. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, one in five U.S. adults report that the pandemic had a significant negative impact on their mental health. One in six adolescents aged 12 to 17 experienced a major depressive episode. And one in three young adults aged 18 to 25 experienced a mental illness. And according to the Federal Communications Commissions, in 2020 alone, the U.S. had one death by suicide about every 11 minutes, and suicide was reported to be the leading cause of death for people aged 10 to 34 years. Our worsening mental health seemed to be a virus of its own. The pandemic's considerable effect on our national mental health did not go unnoticed by our lawmakers. On July 16, 2020, the Federal Communications Commission adopted rules to establish 988 as a mental health crisis line, substantiating the idea first presented to Congress in August 2019. On October 17, 2020, the National Suicide Hotline Designation Act of 2020 was signed into law, and 988 would encompass the Lifeline and the Veterans Crisis Line. There are over 200 crisis centers across the nation and are supported by the Department of Health and Human Services, Substance Abuse, and Mental Health Services Administration, and local and state sources. Like 911, 988 is a simple number to remember, and dialing or texting it connects callers with a National Suicide Prevention Hotline. While the two numbers are similar, their differences are striking. 988 is designated just for mental health. So 
for instance, if you call 988, what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to get a trained professional on the phone who knows about mental health and understands the signs and symptoms and what may be going on with that person. Based on the severity of the situation, the caller can receive anywhere from an in-person wellness check to a simple conversation to help them get into a better headspace. They can determine if they need to send out a trained officer or if they need to send out a clinician that can help the person through their crisis at the time, or if they're just in need of setting up an appointment or just someone to talk to to make sure that they can get through that day. Although it is marketed as a suicide and crisis lifeline, it is imperative to note that anyone at any stage of their mental health journey can contact the number for support. Getting help early can prevent people from committing suicide or making sure that people don't get to the point that they even think about having the option of taking their own lives. So it's named a suicide um, prevention line because of that reason. However, it's a line to help anyone who feels that they're struggling with their mental health. They are there to listen and help you through anything, whether you're having an anxiety attack or if you just need someone to talk to on a rough day. If you have anxiety really bad and you're trying to build up the nerve to go somewhere and it just sends you into a panic attack or it triggers you, you can call 988 and they can help you figure out um, who to talk to or help you walk through the process of skills and, and different coping skills to be able to go out into the world. Thankfully, 988 provides services to assist you if you have someone who is actively in crisis. This is essential in situations where individuals may give hints or contact their loved ones before making a grave decision. If you are in the process of committing suicide or you're a family member and you realize that person is about to commit suicide, you can call them and they will tell you on the phone what steps to take and what to do to help prevent that. So it's not just a line for the individual, it's a line for anyone who loves that individual to help get resources and get direction on where to go you know, in reference to mental health and making sure they save their loved one. The implementation of 988 is monumental in terms of destigmatizing mental illness in our society and the law enforcement system. For one, more individuals will feel comfortable asking for help because it's something that all of us need at some point. Also, law enforcement officers are trained to handle threats. So when they receive calls about someone in crisis, they have to go into situations with the perspective of protecting others and themselves from the mentally ill individual. Now, dialing 988 makes it clear to the responder that the individual is in need of mental health support. When you call 911, they are not necessarily trained to determine if it's a mental health crisis. But if you call 988, they know for certain that someone, whoever placed the call, knew there was a mental health issue going on. So they know how to handle it from there. More people will have the option of calling it opposed to calling out an officer who may not be trained and that person saying, okay, this is a life or death situation thinking that the person who's struggling may harm someone else when in the grand scheme of things that person is just kind of acting out trying to get attention and get help for what they're struggling with. So it's evident that 988 will provide ample support to those in crisis but if you or a loved one are looking to begin taking steps towards your mental wellness journey aside from seeing a therapist locally or online through options like BetterHelp the National Alliance on Mental Illness, also known as NAMI, is a great place to start. 
NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and what we do is offer support for people who live with the mental illness, as well as the family members who are supporting someone who lives with the mental illness. And we offer support through um, programs, support groups, and classes that teach individuals how to live with mental illness and in their mental health recovery, as well as teach family members how to make sure that they are supporting that individual while they recover. On the other side, we offer advocacy, which means we go into different places and advocate for people who live with the mental illness as well. If you were to call your state NAMI organization or your local affiliate, Mrs. Wembley provided some insight on how that call would go. First and foremost, we ask individuals if they have insurance to try to get a counselor. Um, There are different types of counselors that can help through the process, and there are counselors that can potentially give medication if that's what's needed. But we ask to see a professional first. On the back end, get a support system. What NAMI does with our um, support groups and our classes and things of that nature, that's support. Learning how to be well, learning um, that there are other people out there and talking about what you're going through with other people who have been there. Just the idea of wellness in whole, making sure um, when you see a professional, they may talk to you about your diet. They may talk to you about your choices, for example, drugs or smoking or cigarettes. Or alcohol, some of that may be caused by having a mental illness. A lot of times people self-medicate. That professional can see that and help you get help with that. And then on once you get in recovery and you're feeling better to maintain your recovery, that's when you come to organizations like ours. While reducing the stigma of mental illness cannot be done overnight, there are some simple ways that each and every one of us can work to destigmatize it in our own communities. I think the biggest thing is just kind of being aware of how you speak about mental health. Don't downgrade what someone else is feeling. Be in the moment, understanding, and use your empathy as much as possible. Put yourself in that person's shoes. How would you want them to treat you if you were going through exactly what they are going through? I asked her if she had any final words for all of us, and this inspiring message is what she had to say. I think it's important for people to understand that mental illness is real and that it can touch everyone from the youngest to the oldest. And most people have their first break within um, the age range of 14 to 24. So 75% of the, if you're going to have a mental illness, that's when it's going to start. So be aware that people struggle and it's okay not to be okay. And if you are struggling, it's okay to get help. Call 988, call NAMI, call someone, but make sure you make that first step to get help. Mental health is something that affects us all and the implementation of 988 and organizations like NAMI have been and will always work towards our brighter future. If you or a loved one is struggling, please use this episode as a sign to dial 988 and get the help that you deserve. You are never alone, and there are so many resources available to prove that, a few of which you can find in the description. I hope that this episode has helped you understand 988 on a deeper level, and more than anything, has made you feel more comfortable, at least just by a little bit, with reaching out for support if you need it. Never forget that you can change someone's entire life with a conversation or just a few words. After the episode is over, I challenge you to call or text someone you love and either ask them how they're doing or simply say that you appreciate them. 
being more communicative can make our days, relationships, and life more full with love. So let's choose to love each other. We could all use a little bit more. Thank you so, so much for listening and exploring 988 with me. This was Yasmin's Warehouse.